Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Tom Kelly with you for one more segment here as we close out the show uh, and lead into Monday Night Football later on tonight, Eagles and Seahawks. Obviously, you can hear that game right here on WIP. Uh, But time for our Week 12 recap of everything that happened in the NFL. We will start in Cincinnati, where the Giants beat the Bengals 19-17. They hang on as uh, Danny Dimes gets hurt in this game, Uh, leaves with a hamstring injury. Uh, So Colt McCoy comes in. Colt McCoy, who I don't know how this guy still has a job in the NFL. Colt McCoy is brutal. Um, And he almost threw like three interceptions in like five passes. Uh, But Giants up 19-10 in this game. They give up a touchdown. And then the Bengals get a punt return across midfield. It looks like the Bengals are going to end up winning this game. But then a sack fumble of Brandon Allen, quarterback I've never heard of. And the Giants win to move into first place in the NFC East. They are 4-7. and seven. Uh, Bengals 2-8-1 and one on the year. Luckily for anybody that still wants the Eagles to win the division, the Giants aren't staying in first place because I did see a report that Daniel Jones' injury could be a multiple-week absence. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it apparently isn't so great. Okay, so... I don't know if it's a season-ender, but I saw a single report that it was pretty serious. So they're rolling with Colt McCoy for a while. That's never... That's never good. Never good. Yeah. Uh, not since he was with uh, the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> so next up, we will go to New York, where the Dolphins took on the Jets. Uh, Dolphins win this game 20-3. Uh, to Um and the Jets are just a complete disaster where there was a, a back and forth after the game uh, where Adam Gase was asked about play calling. He's supposed to give up his play calling duties, but then he like clearly was calling plays during the game. Um, Mosh, can you see if you could pull that up real quick? It should be in there. Uh, Adam Gase, it's not on my list, uh, but if you could pull that up real quick, it's a pretty funny uh, back and forth where um, the Jets... uh, All right, cool. Uh, We'll we'll play this for you. This is Adam Gase after the game uh, when he was clearly calling plays after saying he was giving up his play-calling duties. I didn't take over. We've done the same thing the last four games. We we were watching Dowell for the whole game. He wasn't doing anything. I mean, he was just standing there. He he tells me it's not hard. This is not hard. We go through it, the, the drive before. Hey, these are the three plays... I do the third downs. So what happens after the three plays when you have a series? Because we were watching one where Dow was talking to Frank Pollock. He wasn't calling the plays you were. What part of the game was it? <laughs> I want to say that was the third quarter. Yeah, when we got down, then I I was trying to do some of the two-minute stuff. I love in the beginning, uh, Gase is like, uh, yeah, I wasn't calling the plays. And the reporter's like, we saw the coordinator just doing nothing on the sideline. Like, you were obviously calling the plays. Like, there are cameras on you, Adam Gase, at all times. I mean, it's just amazing. I, I don't call the plays. Well, right. I only call the third down play. Right. Oh, well, that was a two-minute situation. Right. Uh, so, the, the Dolphins beat the Jets 20-3. Tua missed this game. Fitzpatrick started. Didn't have to do a whole lot. Uh, but the Dolphins get the win. They are now 7-4. and Jets fall to 0-11. And... Make no mistake, the only reason Adam Gase still has a job is because they have no interest in winning anything uh, because they want Trevor Lawrence. It's the right move. 
It's the right move. Keep Adam Gase. That's your best chance um, to get the number one pick and get Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Next up, we'll go to Atlanta. This was kind of a predictable letdown spot, I thought, for the Raiders. Um, I I hope Kyle Quinn did not go with his instincts here because he liked the Raiders. I was trying to talk him out of it. Um, But the Atlanta Falcons crushed the Raiders 43-6. and not a good day for John Gruden and company. Uh, Falcons now four and seven. Raiders six and five. Most, do you think the Raiders are for real? It certainly didn't look like it in this game. They're a very confusing team, and I, I feel like no, they're not real because we've seen Derek Carr kind of play this all over the place kind of way. He's a very inconsistent quarterback. Right, And there's some good weapons around him, but Henry Ruggs hasn't really done much. Nelson Aguilar's been his top target. It's Aguilar's having a good year. He's having a good year, but it's there's too much inconsistency throughout the organization, I think. Yeah, I'm looking at their schedule. They got a relatively easy schedule. They have the Colts and the Dolphins, but then they got Jets, Chargers, Broncos. They're going to be like a borderline playoff team. Yeah, but uh, we'll see I, if they get in. They probably will be, but when you only put up three points against the Atlanta Falcons defense, there's something wrong. Yeah, no, definitely. That was that was ugly. Uh, next up, we go to Buffalo. Talked a little bit about it last segment. Bills beat the Chargers 27-17. Uh, Bills now eight and three. Chargers three and eight. Bills are probably going to win that division, but man, I just I can't trust Josh Allen going into a playoff game. I just can't do it. I, I have no clue what to think of Josh Allen. I mean, the start of the season, he looked like a borderline MVP candidate. He was completing like 70-plus percent of his passes, and now look at him. Well, this game, first half, he looked great. Second half, he couldn't stop turning the ball over. So, uh, you know, I don't know how you trust him going into the playoffs. He's got all the physical tools. He's just wildly inconsistent. Right. Uh, next, we go to Indianapolis. Tennessee crushes the Colts in this game, 45-26. Uh, the Colts had beat them in Tennessee a few weeks earlier. But, uh, I mean, a huge win. I can't believe the Titans are 8-3. and three. I feel like they've had disappointing losses, like, most weeks this year. Apparently not. They had a bad stretch, but uh, I guess they're they're back on the right track now. Yeah, when I saw that final score, I was just thinking that, one, I was disappointed by the Colts' defense. I thought they would have done a much better job because that usually is a very good unit. But the Titans, I think, just like you thought, it seems like they're going to lose most weeks. But when you have a guy like Derrick Henry running, even in a passing league, they're a tough team to beat. It's just that's difficult to break down a team that's built on the back of a, a running back like Derrick Henry. Yeah, and they take uh, they take control of this division for the time being because they're now eight and three. Colts seven and four. Derrick Henry in this game, 178 yards, three touchdowns. He is an absolute monster. Next up, we go to Minnesota. Vikings edge the Panthers 28-27. Uh, Joey Sly, the Panthers kicker, who sounds like he's a mobster, um, misses the final kick of the game. A uh, field goal to win it. Panthers collapsed in this one. They should have won this game. But another big day for Justin Jefferson, which has got to be frustrating for all Eagles fans out there. Yeah, that I. It, it's very frustrating to see that with Justin Jefferson, but... On the other side, despite the Panthers' loss, there was something else that should be frustrating for those that, of us that don't think oh, the yeah. Eagles should have taken Jalen Hurts. Because Jeremy Chin is looking like he would have been the perfect successor to Malcolm Jenkins' role on this defense. The hybrid safety line linebacker in the box kind of player. He's fantastic. No, he's really good. So, yeah, the the, Vic, uh, the Vikings hang on to win that one. They're now 5-6, and six, Panthers 4-8. and eight. Um, in New England, and you kind of knew this was coming based on the line, 
The line was only two. That was, you know, telling. Um, but New England ends up beating the Cardinals 20-17. to New England now 5-6. and six. I guess they keep their playoff hopes alive. In the AFC, it's going to be tough. Um, but they keep them alive for the time being. Cardinals fall to 6-5. and five. Cardinals kind of fallen off a little bit after they were starting to look like contenders. Well, I was actually kind of surprised that Kyler Murray was playing today because apparently he's still dealing with an AC joint sprain or uh-huh. some shoulder injury from last week. He just didn't look the same today, and it's going to be a concern for them moving forward. Yeah, uh, they need him to be right, obviously, or else they're not going anywhere. Um, next up, we go to Jacksonville. Uh, Browns beat the Jags 27-25. Mike Glennon, who I can't – that's another guy I can't believe still in the league. Um, but he made the start for Jacksonville. Browns end up stopping Jacksonville on a two-point conversion late. But think about that. Mike Glennon actually played pretty well, and the Jaguars offense put 25 points on the Browns, uh, a defense the Eagles couldn't do anything against last week. Yeah, and – the Jaguars did that without DJ Chark, without Chris Conley. Like Their offense was not at 100%. James Robinson is a fantastic running back, but still, Mike Glennon played better against the Browns than Carson Wentz. Yeah. There is a problem with Carson Wentz. And by the way, the Browns might be the worst 8-3 and three team I've ever seen. Like the, the Baker Mayfield stinks. I don't care what anybody says. Baker if Mayfield's he, if, terrible. If you listen to Baker Mayfield, though, they uh they have better football to play still. So yeah. I, Who knows? they're eight and three. I still don't think they get in the playoffs. I I think they collapse down the stretch. And even if they get in, they'll get crushed. I hope so. I don't think I could handle the no. ego of a playoff Baker Mayfield. No, they're, they're they 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 stink. They're a bad team. Uh, next up, we go to Denver. This game was just it, it was fascinating uh to, to watch the saints win 31 to 3 the broncos uh jeff driscoll one of their backup quarterbacks uh tested positive for covid so they were he was apparently in a meeting with the rest of the quarterbacks which included drew Locke, uh brett rippon and blake bortles none of them were wearing masks so they were all deemed ineligible to play in this game so the uh Broncos start this kid at quarterback Hinton. What do you know what his first name is, Moshe? Caleb, is it? I, you I know it what sounds I for, right. I forget. Sure, he's Caleb. Why not? Um, but he completes one pass. He goes one for nine for 13 yards and two interceptions. So he completed more passes to the Saints than he did to his own team. It's never, never good. He was no. a practice squad receiver who they had to start. Yeah, he, uh, he was a quarterback for, I believe, three years at Wake Forest. Right. His numbers were awful. Like, yeah. he was not a good Division One college quarterback. But I also got to hand it to the Broncos from the bits that I saw of that game that they, did, they didn't just, you know, rely on him to throw it as many times as Drew Locke would have. Right. They came in with a hastily put-together game plan to try and make something happen. It didn't work. No. They tried. And I feel bad for him. I mean, the kid was in a terrible position. Yeah, apparently his teammates and coaches were really supportive and proud of him after the game. Right. So um, that, that was a tough spot. But, hey, the league is trying to make an example um, of teams. So so this stuff, like, like what's happening with the Ravens now, does not continue to happen around the league. So the Saints down 9-2, and two, Broncos 4-7. and seven. Next, uh, we go to L.A., Bit of an upset here. The Niners beat the Rams 23-20. to uh, Nick Mullins gets the win. Jared Goff was awful in this game. Uh, Niners now 5-6. and six. Rams 7-4. and four. Uh, That's a tough blow for the Rams 
as far as winning the NFC West goes, now a big opportunity for the Seahawks to take control of that division tonight. Yeah, it was a really weird game because Nick Mullins didn't really do much either. He had zero touchdowns and an interception, I think. It's that Niners defense, even when it's not at 100%, can still get the job done. And Jared Goff is a highly overrated quarterback. Yeah. Uh, next, we go to Tampa. This is probably the, the most intriguing matchup of the day. Chiefs beat the Bucks 27-24. Uh, not a good day for Tom Brady. I saw a lot of people were upset on Twitter that Tony Romo was making excuses for Tom Brady. I, uh, I I did not see the second half of this game, but apparently whenever Brady would throw a pick, it was somebody else's fault, and um, people were not happy with Tony Romo's analysis here. Did you see any of that? I, I did. Well, I've seen the replays. I, I didn't really catch nearly as much of that game as I would have liked to. Uh, I didn't catch any of Tony Romo's comments, but... I'm chuckling just at the thought. Right. I don't know why. I find that entertaining. And the game wasn't even that close. 27-24 is the final. It really was a blowout. Um, Patrick Mahomes is just amazing. Chiefs out 10-1. Al's Al's trying to say something here. Should I turn his? Oh, mic it was on? garbage. It was garbage time, Al. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, it, Al's, it, it was yeah, trying it to It was yell garbage time. It was garbage time. They they ended up getting. What are you it. talking about? It was garbage Did time. Did you watch that game? I watched some of it. You, <laughs> it was twenty-seven to ten, and Alan then they Brady did a, was garbage. a little catch-up the at the end. Toy with every <laughs> one of their opponents. A, they caught up a little bit at the end. It wasn't really that the close. Chiefs the Chiefs win games by however much they choose to, though. Like they, it was a backdoor that cover. Good. They toy with their opponents. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Mosh. Um, I'll argue with Al for, during the overlap show about this that. I'm sure. Uh, and in the Sunday night game, Packers beat the Bears. 41 to 25. Uh, this was actually a blowout. Uh, the Packers were up 27 to 3 in this game. Um, Aaron Rodgers didn't get hit once. So that tells you about where the Bears are right now. Uh, Mitch Trubisky was back in the starting lineup, uh, and he got a lot of garbage time points. Maybe that's maybe I'm mixing up the Bears with the Bucks. I don't know. Uh, but the uh, the the Packers now eight and three, and the Bears five and six. Well, the Bears mixed up Mitchell Trubisky with Patrick Mahomes when they drafted number two overall. So right. you know, it's a common mistake. There you go. Uh, so that'll do it for the show today. Uh, fun, fun appearance from Al on our on our recap. Uh, but we'll talk next uh, during the overlap show about the controversy surrounding the Chiefs and Bucks game and whether it was close or not. Even though it was a three point game, so I might be wrong about this one. Uh, but thanks to Mosh for producing. I'll be back tomorrow after the post game show. Hopefully, talking about. An Eagles win. We'll see what happens with the quarterback uh, position. Carson Wentz apparently going to start. Will he finish the game? Uh, remains to be seen. Uh, but my prediction, once again, I'm picking the Seahawks 27-17. to 17. Uh, So hopefully uh, I am wrong. Uh, next up, we'll talk to Al for the Overlap Show.